On March 4, 1966, pop music icon John Lennon set off a firestorm in this country by declaring that his band, the Beatles, were more popular than Jesus. What do you think? Were the Beatles more popular than Jesus? Yes, in a way with teenagers at the time, and of course that was also because they were good at it. But the Beatles did not become famous by accident or by their talent alone. Their marketing genius, Brian Epstein, the manager of the Beatles, did some hard work. He hired all kinds of people to create an advertising video. Brian created several different stage settings. Some settings had the lads coming off a bus. Others had them stepping off a plane. Most had them coming off stage. With cameras rolling, the girls were instructed to lose their minds at the sight of the Beatles. They were to start screaming and going berserk with excitement. Several girls were instructed to pretend to faint at which time the paramedics would rush in and carry them off into waiting ambulances. While all this was going on, the would-be police officers were instructed to quote, fight a losing battle, unquote in trying to contain the hysteria in the crowd. As the camera flashed from one scene to the next, fans were shown holding signs that said, I'm a Beatles fan, we love you Beatles, and the Beatles are the best. When the filming was done, the videos were shocking, yet convincing and exciting. They were then packaged up and sent all over the country, to every major broadcast studio in America. That did not end there. For several weeks in advance of their coming to America, these advertising videos went viral on radio, TV and, of course, in those days we did not have internet. What was the result? Beetle fever. The Beetle mania. It took the country by storm and swept like wildfire. And finally, when the Beatles arrived, imagine the crowd. They were waiting in anticipation, in ecstasy, and people dancing and waving their hands, thousands of girls screaming and greeting the Beatles all over the country. When I think of the day when Jesus entered into the city of Jerusalem, on a donkey, I cannot help but think what his family and close friends must have thought of him. Let us compare their thought process to something like a courtroom drama that unfolded somewhere in the country after a mass shooting. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I ask that you find my client not guilty. Yes, my client had motive. It's established that his fingerprints are all over the crime scene. And there's no doubt that he pulled the trigger. But that doesn't mean he should be convicted. Why not? Because my client is absolutely, positively, 100% certifiably insane. He is totally nuts. I rest my case. Yes, in the case of such acts of violence, as it happened in the last few days, it is insane and unthinkable. But for Jesus to walk into the midst of crowd, who is singing Hosanna, what's happening to him? I am sure some of his friends and family must have thought so. Because here he is on top of a donkey, coming into the midst of the people like a king and people singing Hosanna. Let us take a moment and think of the other drama taking place in the same city at the same time. The coming of Pilate into the temple. There is a lot of come on going on there. There is the entrance of the power, prestige and guards and chariots etc. into the streets of Jerusalem. If Jesus had any sense left in him he will get out of the way of Pilate, who has the power and might of an army behind him. Besides, 
those Romans don't like those who pretend to be kings of people without the approval of Rome. So, here what is happening is not the best according to the people who love Jesus. But for Jesus, he was fully sensible and he had a plan. He wanted to teach the world of the way how God works. There is something called Google Trends. It will tell who is the most talked about person in the world, who is trending now. This shows the popularity of famous people against other popular people. I compared Jesus to Pope Francis. Jesus won. I compared Jesus to Obama, Mother Teresa, Gandhi and a lot more and Jesus won the game. According to John Lennon though, Beatles are more famous than Jesus. Right? After he said, Beatles is more famous than Jesus, he said this, Christianity will go. It will vanish and shrink. I needn't argue about that, I am right and I will be proved right. I don't know which will go first, rock and roll or Christianity. Well, Christianity is here to stay and will stay much longer than any one of us will stay. John Lennon was wrong and will be wrong. Because Jesus was not in a contest to win the fame. He was in a contest to redeem the world of its misconception of truth and redemption. Here today we need to look at two trends of behavior. One is the trend of Pilate who is entering into the city of Jerusalem on his horseback and the other of Jesus entering into the city on the back of a donkey. This whole story shows us the human behavioral trend. One to show power and one to show love. One to show peace and the other to show aggression. As Pilate comes into the middle of the people, there were lots of commotion there. People were pushed away, pulled out, thrown into, and squished. Now as Jesus comes in it is about a peaceful, celebratory, and joyful entry of God's presence. He intentionally is setting up a comparison between the violent and powerful trend of the empire, and the peaceful and grace-filled trend of the kingdom of God. Jesus is showing the world the burden that he is about to take on to redeem the world is greater than the power he can show. The burden he will carry in his body and mind is meant to redeem the world of its burdens. The donkey in the story is the beast of burden unlike the horse and the chariot that represents the power and prestige. At the heart of this beautiful celebration is the words of Paul that says he humbled himself. Philippians 2-8 God humbled himself and experienced the humiliation in the whole process of becoming human. Further Jesus will go through even more in the days to come. Pope Francis once said, we will feel the contempt of the leaders of his people and their attempts to trip him up. We will be there at the betrayal of Judas, one of the twelve, who will sell him for thirty pieces of silver. We will see the Lord arrested and carried off like a criminal, abandoned by his disciples, dragged before the Sanhedrin, condemned to death, beaten and insulted. We will hear Peter, the rock among the disciples, deny him three times. We will hear the shouts of the crowd, egged on by their leaders, who demand that Barabbas be freed and Jesus crucified. We will see him mocked by the soldiers, robed in purple and crowned with thorns. And then, as he makes his sorrowful way beneath the cross, we will hear the jeering of the people and their leaders, who scoff at his being King and Son of God. We are constantly challenged to choose between lightening the burden for others or loading it upon them. Walking triumphantly trampling down others or walking humbly lifting up others. 
We are continually invited by the Lord to be humble in service. We are constantly invited to change the focus on what is truly meaningful. To walk the talk is not easy. The world will name you insane, totally, positively 100% insane. This was the challenge for Jesus. To be insane for God. To live humbly and righteously. Imagine this as to what happened to Jesus. When Jesus came around, there were no advertisements of any kind like the Beatles. Yes, John Lennon is right in saying that they were more popular than Jesus. But in Jesus' case, there was a reason why people were flocking to him. That's what we hear in the words today. Hosanna, save us. Hosanna, meaning, save us. Save us Lord from all that are happening in our lives. We are under the tyranny of the Romans. We are suffering. We have no way or dealing with our life situations, such as poverty, famine, fear, suffering, and the list keeps growing. They wanted someone to save them. These days we do the same as in the days of Jesus. We flock to people who we believe can save us from our troubles. We believe in our political system, our leaders of the nations, and we believe in our politicians. But none of them can save us from ourselves and our failures. They can promise all they want, but the one who can save us in the end, is, Jesus. It is Jesus who comes to save us from ourselves that makes the difference. Amen.